There's a hundred or more episodes of this kid's show. It's somebody's job to recap it. But the obvious problem for our group of co-hosts is going on too many tangents. Like maybe watching TikToks and Cordon Gabby Yummy or finding all our superpowers. Mentioning the times that Candace can test lit or playing a game for an hour. Giving nosy points, going to Twitter jail or laying some kind of egg. Reading and studying, running like Naruto or Vets as fake when a pig. As you can see, there's a whole lot of stuff to say before this show is done. So stick with us, cause what you're doing pod is gonna have some fun. So stick with us, cause what you're doing pod is gonna have some fun. Mom! Felipe, Will, and Navi are making a podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of What You Doing, your absolute favorite Phineas and Ferb recap podcast. Uh, we are the squad. We are recapping the episodes. My name is Felipe, and you can always rely on me to enjoy a Hawaiian vacation episode or series. Now, I'm not alone. I am here with someone who is never bad luck, Navi. Navi, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. I'm boosted, so I'm good yes. to go for like the next six months or however long it takes to get the next yeah. booster if there's another one. Yes, and I forgot that Navi is the end credit, so apologies. But we also have the one and only hotel manager, Will Davis. Hey His yo. name is not Armand, but he has a great mustache as well. The one of us on video today. That's that's probably honestly what led to the the intro miscommunication more than anything i've got i've got no visual feedback to work from but it's okay i'm happy to be here we're glad you're happy now today we're talking about phineas and ferb hawaiian vacation part one and phineas and ferb hawaiian vacation part two yeah this this one was really weird because uh i thought that it would be a two-part episode Uh, i i don't know if you all thought the same thing i thought it would be a two-part episode a lot of times they will like Disney Plus will list them as uh part one and part two, even if they are a, a two part episode that feels like one episode. Yeah, this felt like two separate episodes for the most part. There was one continuous storyline between the two with like Doof when he started mm-hmm. as the amoeba. But, yeah, that's, that's um, true. The like one thing that I noticed immediately was that they had the uh they had part one listed in the like little uh comic sans font when they're mm, opening the episode in, in the little like title card yep um like in spongebob it would have been like phineas and ferb hawaiian vacation part one mm-hmm. yeah anyways how you all doing i'm doing great yeah we'll have to make some macaroni in a pot hanging out here on on pink unicorn island i'm sure navi's hanging out on skull island Yes. No, it's more expensive. She's all about saving the money. Well, I'm willing to splurge for Skull Island. Yeah, Ooh. I think I think I think Skull Island fits Navi's aesthetic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, Will, do you want to take us through the episode? I'm assuming you're the one who wants to sure. take us through the episode yeah. since you have the heart out and you don't trust me to ramble. <laughs> I I've got the the wiki pulled up. Uh, so first episode, uh, well, I guess both of these are Hawaiian vacation episodes. First episode, we get a lot more like hotel life stuff. Um, 
we with... get the yeah with with the the hotel manager voiced by Phil Lewis, the voice of or I, I guess the the actor who plays Mr. Mosby in in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and Sweet Life on Deck. It's a perfect uh, crossover. Yeah, I I, and... I think my, my one note that I took during this whole episode was texting you all in our group chat, Mr. Mosby in all caps. Yes, and I saw that after I watched the episode and I meant to heart it, but I was falling asleep. So I didn't. Uh, but so I got excited as well. And also it's like Ashley Tisdale, who's Maddie and Phineas and Ferb yeah. were acting like Zach and Cody. Little boys, yeah. I was I was hoping we we would get more like I was I, after we heard his voice I was kind of on the lookout for more like like the voice of like uh Carrie Martin or Esteban Julio Ricardo Montoya de la Rosa Ramirez uh I I was like looking out for more characters from that show to be in this episode and was a little disappointed but still ultimately happy. Mm-hmm. Uh so the family checks in to their their hotel in Hawaii. Um, Lawrence and Linda are, are going to do like a, like a couple's surfing contest where they surf together. Um, kind of rehashing some of the, the, some of the backyard beach things, uh, except now, uh, two people on one surfboard. I got a question. Go for it. How problematic was this episode? If at all, I just want to get your gauge. Cause I felt like there was a little bit of times that I was like, Ooh, I don't know. But I was also like tired in bed. And it was just giving like a little bit of like slight cultural appropriation, but also it's like Hawaii, which is known for that. Right. Um, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think it was any, I would, I wouldn't call this episode problematic. I think any issues with this episode are part of the larger issues with tourism culture in Hawaii. Valid. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I don't did think not love I, the Calypso song though. I was like, Ooh, Mm, yeah, I yeah, and that well, that that the the song didn't even feel like it, Hawaiian, it, it, right? It read it read Caribbean to me, and not Hawaiian. Yeah, it was calypso. It was um, literally a calypso song. Yeah, so like, like I I don't think there was anything about this episode that felt like too horribly problematic outside mm. of like like I I don't think they were playing up any caricatures too much. Or anything. I, yeah, it all I, felt I, like it. Like as well mentioned, it felt like it was intentional on the writer's part. Any okay, sort of yeah. problem thing that comes. Just up. thought it was important to address because, like you know, mm. tourism in Hawaii. Uh, if you have not watched The White Lotus season one, highly recommend mm-hmm. it. Uh, for this reason, but also, um, I wanted to mention the Calypso song, and just that my desire was that I hope it was someone authentic singing the song. It probably wasn't. I mean, it, it was probably Danny Jacob. He's the one who sings. Uh, let's see. Song by Daryl Finnessy. Um, no, I think I think uh, I think it worked. I think um, it looks like this white man, according to Google Images, but I don't know if I maybe the picture into... I'm looking at. He just looks very tan. Here, let me show you. Known for his work with Michael Jackson. How do you spell and his composing? P h i n n e s s e e, like Tennessee and Phineas, put together. Okay, that is not what I spelled. Okay, no, he is a black man. Okay, never mind. Uh, I was looking at this old white man photo, so that's why I was mm. confused because I spelled it 
F-I-N-N-E-S-S-Y. And that is not the same guy. Will, if you want to Google image search that and see what I was looking at. Sure. Um, oh, he was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh. And uh, let's see, 2013. Huh. I didn't even know who this guy was. Uh, so the the story is they they're on vacation in Hawaii, and Candace is like, "This is some some good growth from Candace." She's like, "I'm on vacation. I'm gonna take a break from from busting my brothers. I am here to relax." Um, and then whenever they check into the hotel, the hotel manager kind of takes over for for the trying to bust the boys. Uh, and and the thing that the the boys are doing in this episode is is that they buy these uh aqua primates i think they're called they call them a primes uh but they're basically like sea monkeys they were giving um those little pills that you put in the water and turn into the foam animals sea monkeys are those the clothes are called no the ones that you got at the store oh you're you're talking about like the the things that aren't actual real animals yeah okay I, I okay the, the ones that are like little sponges kind of uh, okay I'm thinking of sea monkeys which are actually things or like like I, I guess the thing you said is also things but uh, like creatures it's like little little tiny fish that are that are they call them no 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 I was talking about the like let me look at what they are the little tablets that you put in the I water think, I think I know what you mean you get them in in like a pachinko machine or something or like yeah tablets animals sponge thing let me look magic grow capsules mm, okay yeah uh so they they have these these aqua primates the a primes which are are a species of shrimp that are really tiny and don't do a whole lot uh they've been able to train them to like follow a flashlight but that's kind of all they do uh, and then they they go to find their old uh, growth elixir and and make them big like human sized, um, and that's that's when things go awry and and uh, the the calypso song happens. They're kind of going all over the hotel, and uh, the hotel manager is trying to stop all this from happening. Yeah, and I appreciated that Candace went to go bust the brothers, but then he mm-hmm. was like, "No, no, I got it from here." Yeah. Let Candace relax. Yeah. Candace takes a yoga class. Uh, she puts she puts on a lot of sunscreen and then slips into the pool. Have you ever put um, on too much sunscreen? I don't think I've ever put on too much sunscreen. I kind of don't put like on not that, enough sunscreen. Yeah, I kind of don't like the way that sunscreen feels. So I often don't put enough on. And then you get burned. Yeah. Oh. It's not fun. But I don't go outside enough to where, like, I'm usually fine. You've been to Hawaii. I have been to Hawaii, and the and the UV is ridiculous there. I was I was wearing a lot of sunscreen when I was in Hawaii. Um, now have you ever been to Hawaii? Uh, no, we were planning a trip, and then COVID happened, and then Hawaiians were like, "Don't come here again," and we're like, "I guess I'm never going to go to Hawaii ever." So yeah, I would like to go to Hawaii, but also I want to respect the native Hawaiians. Mm-hmm. so i don't know the confliction i'll wait a couple years 
then reevaluate. But Hawaii has always been like a top tier destination for me. Um, also, uh, random aside, uh, I don't know, for some reason on Twitter, there's, I guess there's another character from another show called Mosby, Ted Mosby. And whenever people are talking oh, about Mr. Mosby mm. in that one, I think they're talking about Mr. Mosby from Zach and Cody. Well, I don't right. know like, Ted Mosby is how I met your mother. How I met your mother, but I don't think it's, uh, is Mr. Mosby's name Ted? No. No, it's Marion Mosby. Mar- yeah. Right. Marion. <laughs> That's a great. Well, poem. Ted's middle name is Muriel. I want to say, or is his middle name is Evelyn. Evelyn. Okay, Chandler from Friends is Muriel. Sorry, okay. Will. Well, I wouldn't. I would not ever know that trivia fact. Friends is not as bad as Will thinks it is. Have I have I ranted about Friends on this podcast too? Not on this podcast, but on everyone and their brother. You and Sam go into it. Okay. Here's 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 I will all I will say about Friends. Think about the funniest person in your third grade class. You've mm-hmm. got a picture in your head. You know the funniest kid in your third grade class. That kid no, was I not funny. Picture. That kid was loud. The funniest kid in your third grade class was got everyone laughing at them because they were the loudest kid in your third grade class. Okay, mm-hmm. see, now I'm thinking about myself. That's, that's what Friends is. Friends, people laugh at Friends because it's a lot of problematic white people yelling at each other. Yes. <laughs> Yelling is not. Joking. It is a lot of problematic white people and their shenanigans, but uh-huh. I do think there are actual laugh out loud moments. Think, think about the funniest moments on Friends, or, or at least the ones that people quote on the time, and it's all white people yelling. Oh, yeah, the quotable. I mean, that's like most shows from the nineties. Uh huh. And is it funny? I don't and, think so. So you think um, most shows from the nineties aren't funny? I think Friends is not funny. Okay. I think I think being loud and being funny are two different things. This is uh, a conversation that we don't have enough time for because mm-hmm. Will has a heart out, but I would like to continue this conversation whether it's on air or off air. Okay. But I also want to respect that Will has to leave soon. So uh, I don't, he said we have to keep it tight today. So I'm very, very aware of that fact. Cool. I have well, not watched this conversation episodes of Friends to I, have a say in this conversation. <laughs> I gave it a try. I went out of my way. I looked up a lot of lists that said these are all the funniest episodes of Friends, and I watched what the top five funniest episodes of Friends were. You gotta ask um, me. You got You can't just Google. I was unimpressed. That's that's like asking uh, everyone in the like. We're gonna talk about uh, Survivor for a second, but that's asking like people like what the top five episodes of survivor are and then like yeah you don't have any context for it like that, you need to have no, a curated list you don't need context for a sitcom depending okay. on the scenario it's, this is a conversation that we need to continue afterwards because otherwise i will spend like 10 minutes on this topic and i don't okay. think we have the time for that <laughs> uh doofenshmirtz meanwhile all i'm has- saying is that friends is not as overrated like it is overrated but it's not as overrated i think people like i think it's become a popular take to bash on friends when i don't think it's as i i am not having this take because it's popular the first on-air podcast where i aired this take was at least five years ago (laughs) oh but i think this has been a popular complaint for like seven eight years Anyways, since Friends was on Netflix, I remember people were having. Anyways, I will spend like fifteen minutes on this if you want to go into it. But I also think you have. Sure, we'll we'll mac discuss and cheese later. To make. We'll discuss later. I yes. 
just think it's not funny and people can come for me that's fine but it's not gonna make me laugh uh so doofenshmirtz uh has his his um de-evolutionator in this episode the evolutionator uh, sorry that's a callback the evolutionator he perry goes and finds him on pink unicorn island which is right next to skull island uh and doofenshmirtz said he had to get pink unicorn island because skull island was already booked um uh, but pink unicorn island was cheaper and they let him keep the robe um it also looked a lot bigger pink unicorn island did i think i think he he got a good deal out of this Great. Uh, but the the de-evolutionator it looks like a giant uh, giant uh, uh, like fish skeleton. It looks like those puzzles from like a couple seasons of Survivor where they had to like do it piece by piece. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ones um, that look uh, they they started like a fish skeleton and they had to like yeah. fill in the rest of the fish. Alicia won that in one world. Hmm. Fun fact. Good to know. Um. But no, so I I think Will and Navi would be on Skull Island and I would definitely be on Pink Unicorn Island. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if skulls really fit my aesthetic. Mm. So would know. you join me on Pink Unicorn Island? I don't know. Somewhere in the middle of the two. Yeah, but if there's all your two options, if that's the only binary you have, where would you go? Well, maybe not everything has to be a binary. Agreed, but if that is the binary, that's the only two options. Um, You're trying to uh, like uh, find a loophole, but I say you have option B or option A. Like you have to pick one. Uh, I, I'll <laughs> Otherwise, pick the you're resort drown island. In the ocean. What? The resort island where they're staying at. With the Those, that's okay. Giant volcano. Yeah, I agree. Oh. I would be down for that, too. Everyone would pick that island, but if you had to pick between Skull and... Okay, anyways, this is... I can tell you're going to keep trying to find solutions. Move on with the episode recap. <laughs> uh, so so, so Doofenshmirtz and Perry are kind of fighting back and forth uh, while they like keep evolving and de-evolving and, and, and all of these things. It ends up with, with Doofenshmirtz like, being an amoeba. Uh, he, he ends the episode as an amoeba. <laughs> Yeah, which is like uh, kind of a bummer. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really kind of the through line between this episode and the the next episode, and and like luckily in the second episode, he he will find out that he has like made his de-evolutionator d- just in case he becomes an amoeba, he can still use it, um, which is really good, really good forethought on his part. Yeah, but, we don't usually see that. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's not the best planner. Uh huh. Uh, but but he does uh, end on that cliffhanger where where he's an amoeba. Uh, and I think the only other thing in in this episode is that we we get to see Linda and Lawrence in the surf contest, um, and and the hotel manager is also calling Linda to to bust Phineas and Ferb, but uh, uh, she doesn't answer the phone because she's surfing. Yeah, that was a good moment. I liked it. And I also like that Candace gave her the number. That was, uh, gave yeah. him Mosby the number. Uh, little, Mosby, little, whatever his name is. Did he have a character he, name? He doesn't have a name. I think he just says hotel manager. We're going to call him Mr. Mosby. Okay. Um, and then uh, uh, Fitting and Superb end up getting the, the A-Primes away by using a giant flashlight that they ordered. 
I like the joke that the guy was like, good thing you ordered this. We were about to take it off the room service menu. (laughs) Yeah. Overall, I think, I think that any, any other comments on this episode? I think that's, it was fine. Not great. Okay. That's my take. Um, but I, I enjoyed, um, I enjoyed watching it, but I think I enjoyed the other one more. Um, it was nice to see Candace try to relax, even though she broke mm-hmm. for a little bit, but then she went back and tried to relax. Um, yeah, I, I think like the aesthetic of Hawaii is always a pleasant like uh, happiness booster, even though there are problems with the tourism industry there. But like, I think it's just such a beautiful location that like, even in a cartoon, the imagery is fun to be around. Uh, my aesthetic is uh, hotel beach. So yeah. Navi, yeah. what about you? Did we lose Navi? I forgot. I, I forgot it was muted. Uh, no, I enjoyed this episode. Um, I think I do. I agree with Felipe that I like the second part of this uh two-part episode more but this was like totally serviceable we didn't mm-hmm. talk about the fact that perry convinced the family to go to hawaii by his litter box mm, yeah <laughs> he pissed in the shape of hawaii and lawrence was like we should go to hawaii uh, and lawrence spoke spanish to mr mosby and i was like i i was clutching my pearls in advance mm-hmm. because it was like oh no oh no and he's like, in Spanish, okay. i was actually a little worried when they checked in that like the way he introduced himself was like hey i'm lawrence and this is linda and these are our three kids and our pet perry like he he came up to the hotel as if they didn't have a reservation uh, like, like I thought you were anxious because I was also anxious, but for a different reason, for the cultural appropriation. Well, yeah, that that too. I, I plot wise, though, like if this were me on a vacation, I would not go without everything already planned out. Mm, no valid. Yeah, no. I, I especially 100%. that far away. Yeah, I have anxiety. I plan. I try to be as meticulous as possible. Um, because you learn from your mistakes and I went to like generally I'm very good at planning but last year I went to a wedding and in my head it was in Philadelphia like I it was like RSVP I'm there whatever like and then I'll just like uber from to the hotel and then and as I was I landed on the plane I was like let me check how far away this venue is it was two hours away so I had to rent a car and speed off and I made it to the wedding on time but I was like oh oh baby Next time we're going to plan better because in my head it was in Philadelphia, but it was actually not in Philadelphia. Um, Philadelphia was just close to the airport. The other, the other weird thing, uh, which is probably where I was more afraid of it turning problematic, was right at the beginning, whenever they, they, they landed in Hawaii from their plane and they made some comment about like, oh, did you realize that Hawaii was a state that we're actually still in America? Uh, it was like when he speak when uh Lawrence was speaking Spanish and Mr. Mosley was like, "Oh, we're actually in the United States, so we speak English." Yeah, 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 yeah. This episode uh teetered on the anxiety for me for sure with the cultural mm-hmm. appropriation. But yeah, um, so this this episode felt to me like um how like Full House did their Beach Boys episode and like all these other like sitcoms like this who will go to some cool location to do an episode 
And the plot of the episode really doesn't do a lot, but the point of the episode is to show off this cool setting. Well, um, I was actually was... thinking while watching the episode, I think Phineas and Ferb should travel more because that was like something super cool about the Perry the Platypus experience at Epcot. It was like mm-hmm. all the shenanigans. And I think it would be like fun for Doof and Perry. Like I really like the London episode because they were in a different setting. Um, and I think they they there's the opportunity for them to have done more with like different more travel and like it's a cartoon they don't need to know about the finances and how expensive it is right i was just gonna say it does that doesn't hit quite as well for me with phineas and ferb than it did for something like full house or say by the bell per se yeah uh just because it's it's animated uh that like I, i think a lot of the draw whenever the live action shows do it is that you actually get to see the place i think it was still fine I, I, but I, I do agree that this was a, a setting-driven episode and not yeah. at all a plot-driven episode. Valid. Anyway, shall we go to a musical break? Sure. And we're back, everybody. Um, so uh, the next episode, this is the thing that confused me the most in terms of like when we were coming into the podcast, is that it's definitely a continuation of the first episode in some mm-hmm. form. But it's a whole different episode with different arcs. Like, even the Doofenshmirtz stuff, like, immediately was different. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think we're going to be ranking these as two separate episodes and giving character different... Or, like, it could be the same character, but we're going to give two points. I think so, right? too. I think okay. so, too. Navi, you're down for that? Did not yes, I'm cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so th- this episode, the the Candace storyline was really funny to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Candace gets this like tiki necklace, and she becomes convinced that it's it's cursed and giving her bad luck. Um, but she thinks it's good luck first, right? I think so. Yeah, right, right. She thinks it's good luck at first, and then she like keeps getting into these these bad luck situations so she thinks it, it's a bad luck thing so she she's told she has to take the necklace to the island of what a lot of hui i like i laughed uh and and put it in the volcano at the island of what a lot of hui um and and she, this whole time she's like oh this is good luck uh, like through all of the the bad luck at first she's like oh i'm i'm glad i had my good luck charm with me uh, and then she realizes that it's actually a bad luck charm. Um, so she she and her brothers are going on this long trek to the island of Watalatahui. There's a whole song about how she has bad luck. Um, they get to the top of the mountain there, uh, and they find out that the the mountain of Watalatahui is actually just a restaurant, and they didn't have to climb up the mountain. They could have just taken the big escalator. Uh, and it, it turns out that the there are many of these good luck charms. Uh, the, the one she had is not the only one. And in fact, the, the good luck charm is really just like the, the table buzzer that you get at like the Olive Garden that tells you when your table is ready. Never any possibles are back. And then whenever she puts it in, in the volcano, uh, she finds out she wins a free dessert. We're never getting Olive Garden. Um, but yeah, no. Do you think they had multiple prizes, like per each tiki thing, or is it like how do, yeah. what do you think this is a system? Not to think too deeply I mean, on it, but do you think like each number is a different prize? 
I'm guessing it's like one of those like random wheel type things where some people get a free dessert, some people a free appetizer, some people a free drink. Or my assumption is like that, that it's like each table number has a certain one attached to it because then they know how many is going to be each because then otherwise they might like they have an assumption of how many will be per day so they can calculate it into the budget. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, what would what would you most want? Like a free free appetizer, free meal? Oh, besides free meal, that one's too obvious. But... I have to, I'd have to see the menu to be honest. I I can't make these decisions. I I I am the Ding kind Mary of weird Kill. that I free appetizer, I... free drink, free free dessert. <laughs> Uh, so are we are we F Murray Abrahaming these things? I haven't seen the new season yet. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so what are the what are the three things? Free drink, free appetizer, free dessert. Hmm. Ooh. I think I'm gonna say on a holistic level. It doesn't. Yeah. Like, we're not gonna specify it by restaurant. Yeah, I'm gonna say you marry the free appetizer. There's, there's a lot, uh, there's a lot of variety between different appetizers at different places. I think I would marry the free appetizer. I think I would, uh, there's a lot of like mystery about a free dessert. Some, some places have a good dessert. Some places don't. So I, I, I think you, I think you F the, the free dessert and I think you kill the free drink. I agree a hundred percent. My also, uh, the additional note that I want to say is, uh, Appetizers is usually more of an expansive menu than the dessert menu. Mm-hmm. Also, sometimes yeah. it, you might not be hungry for the dessert, but you, you generally are hungry enough to order an appetizer. So I feel like that's, I normally order more appetizers than desserts. The dessert mm-hmm. menu isn't always as popping. Plus, uh, sometimes you're not in the mood for dessert and you need to be in the mood to be down to clown. Consent is key, even in dessert. I was going to say something about consent, but then I lost my joke, so... Navi, do you have an answer here? She's muted. Yeah, I generally agree. Um, but just to be different, I would say F the drink and then kill the dessert. Because usually we go somewhere else for dessert anyway. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't want to shade the, the free drink too much. The, the free drink can go a long way sometimes. Speaking of uh, desserts, Will, did you ever end up getting, um, when we went to that boba place, there was some like dessert thing that you thought. Oh, rolled uh, ice cream. Shaped ice cream. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, it was very good. Actually, after we went there, I went there on a date like a couple months afterwards and, and got rolled ice cream that day. It was pretty good. Yeah. I had some, some Thai tea flavored ice cream. Ooh. That sounds good. I would like to plan a trip to North Carolina just to go get that place. Yeah. It was good. It's called uh, the Milk Lab in Durham, North Carolina. Uh, for folks listening if you ever get to go to the milk lab in durham it's pretty good but also now i have an extra reason to go visit north carolina because my friend hannah is there which will has met a couple times Mm -hmm. also who i met this week sandra the queen sandra now you have to meet the queen so we can say we've all met the queen yeah well if she ever is down in a fake winnipeg i'll Mm -hmm. I'll give her a a, a shout but you also (laughs) met i don't know if actually no i won't say who you met just in case they don't want cbs knowing that they had a little watch party but Mm -hmm. you met someone from the cast and it's not that hard to put pieces together yeah it was Um, fun it was it was really fun but i yeah um Hannah and I are hanging out in like the last week of december so i'm excited about that and then i might see will in february Maybe. perhaps perhaps so meanwhile we pick back up with doofenshmirtz where we left off he is he is a single-celled organism 
he goes inside of his de-evolutionator to to evolve him back to his old self so he can go back to an island uh and then it and then it becomes very like shipwreck castaway type stuff with him and perry that that i really enjoyed i thought it was really funny Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, i know also he was kind of jacked when he became a human again i was like doof (laughs) he was he was a little uh uh svelte he lost the the belly right well he did on the island but when he first got out i was like oh damn he looks a little ripped Mm. i don't know you can see all of his ribs yeah, maybe that. Well, I was it. looking more at his arms and his back. Like I was like, oh, there's some muscle mm-hmm. there. He's he's definitely not only playing 26 Days of Survivor. Yeah, he's I like the Australian Survivor. Yeah, <laughs> he he's gonna be on the on Heroes versus Villains with Nina. Yeah, I would I would love to see him on on a villains tribe somewhere. That would be funny. I mean, uh, the Costa Rica station. Discord. Maybe someone should unlock Phineas and Ferb if they win. Hmm. I gotta win first. You've never won? No. No? Okay. I've won a couple times. Um, so I, I, I liked all of it. It also had that kind of like Gilligan's Island feel to it where like the professor invents stuff out of coconuts. Like mm-hmm. like Perry is able to like do super well. I also and... love the minion crabs. Of course, you love the minions. <laughs> <laughs> On brand for Felipe, loving minions. It was more the crabs were entertaining, but okay, yeah, no, sir. I'm goofing. Yes, I, 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 the I, I also did like the the crab minions. It's just a cloud away. <laughs> Is that from a minions movie? It's it's uh it was on TikTok a lot in like, ah. April, the Pharrell song. But yes, it's from Despicable Me too. The rainy day is temporary. Oh, okay, yeah um yeah. that might be in my top songs of the year it's definitely gonna be in the top 100 for the year oh my god spotify ranked rap is coming soon it better be riri um but i'm excited for my spotify rap i feel like it's gonna be very different than most years we'll find out how uh-huh. how how high do you think glee is gonna be on there i don't think Glee's gonna be number one this year which is the first time it will never not be number one wow. i think it could crack top five but even then is like still like i think i don't i don't think i've listened to a ton of glee this mm-hmm. year and if i have it was probably just like around july like early july mm-hmm. when um or just the month of july but i don't think i've listened to it as much as i have in years past mm-hmm. i think i think it could be like i think it's still going to be in the top 10 artists of the year but i think they only count top five if mm-hmm. i had to predict rihanna's number one elton john and jordan sparks will be up there Maybe Shakira. No, J Lo is going to be up there this year, I think, because I listen to "Marry Me" soundtrack a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Glee's number five. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. What we'll happens. find out. Do in this episode invents the sandinator uh, to get sand in people's <laughs> trunks to irritate them? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like this one a lot. Um, and then they he they do the whole thing where like. Doofenshmirtz draws a line in the sand and says, this is my side of the island and that's your side of the island. But then, then Perry is like thriving on his side of the island. So Doofenshmirtz is like, no, that, that line is not a barrier. It's just a line. <laughs> and then he starts kicking the sand. <laughs> uh, ultimately, Perry builds a boat or a boat. A little callback to the, <laughs> call to the boat. Um, 
and and Doofenshmirtz thinks he's getting one over on Perry, and he traps Perry and steals his boat. Uh, but then he gets swallowed by Agent W, the whale. Uh, and and a- after he gets swallowed by the whale, we we find out Monogram pops out of the sand and says that he found one of the one of the good luck tiki charms, uh, which I think was one that Candace originally tried to throw away to get rid of. Is that right? Well, I, th- yes. I thought she only I think, threw, tried to throw out one over the time. And right, and like... I think it got caught in, like, Perry's submarine thing, and I think that's the one that Monogram got. Ah, valid. Uh, and, then, and then the very end, when we find out Candace actually is bad luck, she's, like, trapped on, an, uh, on the escalator, like, tumbling down the stairs that are moving up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, was, that was a funny gag to me. Yeah, and then I love the end credits stinger with Agent. W, where Doofenshmirtz is like Pinocchio in, inside the whale. Mm. This was fun, though. I, I liked I liked the second one a lot, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, any so any final thoughts break? before we uh, head into uh, spreadsheet uh, stuff? I enjoyed the second Frenchy. part more. But let's go to musical break first, or not? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Musical break. Come along with me, my friends. We're going where the party never ends. Here underneath the sea. And now Kuwaiti can you believe? My hands are like spoon, eating muscles from a spoon. Do the apron, cause it's so windy. Here underwater, can no matter time to me. And do the apron, cause it's so windy. Now don't you deal with grabs of dry brown shrimp. And I'm mixing with the mage too. Of these last couple episodes that we've recapped. Okay. 
where the hell is my good sis, Isabella Garcia Shapiro? Yeah, I don't know. I guess really none of the friends came along this time. It makes sense for this episode, but she hasn't been in like two episodes previously. But yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't in, it's really weird that she wasn't in Nerds of a Feather to me. Um, and she wasn't but, in the Max Modem one mm-hmm. episode either, right? The yeah. two-parter there. I, I miss her. Bring her back. Just because it's not Latina Heritage Month anymore doesn't mean we don't want her. Hopefully, hopefully we can get her soon. Yes, I miss my um, Song-wise, do we think these songs belong in a playlist? There was the, the A-Prime Calypso song, and there was the song called Bad Luck. Um, uh, I will say, despite the fact that I was stressed out about it being like appropriation, I kind of enjoyed the Calypso song. Mm-hmm. Um, it had some funny lyrics, like uh, something about like underwater simians, and simians are like my monkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that, like I've always appreciated the lyricism of Daniel Jacobs, but like not going to be super memorable once this episode drops. So it's no one will he call me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I, I Momo song. I don't remember either of these too much. I think I liked the lyrics better of the the Calypso song but also was just so confused that it was Calypso. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The bad luck one, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I kind of tuned out that moment of the episode. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Um, do you want to share your screen for some spreadsheet shenanigans? Yeah. Well, or do we have any feedback? Uh, let's see. I don't believe so. The Gmail, the Gmers. Gmail. Um, Gmail Nanjiani. No. No, no feedback. No feedback this week. That's fine. If you want to give us feedback for next time, next time we're watching the episode Split Personality and Brain Drain, send us feedback to whatchadoinpod at gmail.com or for now at what you doing on Twitter. Uh should we get a what you doing um, be real? Can you do that? Can you I don't have know. more? I than think it's one? only one phone number. That's what I thought. Uh, let's see. Impress his professor, the Doofenshmirtz, with his de-evolutionator and the Sandinator. Do those do those impress? Yes, no. Maybe. I agree. Can you repeat the I, question? Yeah, I, I think I think I agree. the The de-evolutionator definitely impresses, especially the fact that he had planned to, uh, uh, um, in case he ended up as a single cell organism, he could still operate it. The Sandinator was funny though. Uh, it impressed me yeah what about our is is hawaiian vacation better or worse than reading you can do both at the same time i'm gonna say better than reading i thought uh, i you know relaxing in a hotel especially a hotel with pools and beach and stuff that's yeah that's that's, what i'm saying you can read at the beach like so i think it's better because you can do both that's why they call it a beach read Navi, do you disagree or are you going to agree with us? No, I'm not going to disagree. Uh, Hawaiian vacation sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Will's done it, so mm-hmm. he can attest to it. It was fun. Um, so now I think we're ready to rank the episodes. Episode part one, Hawaiian vacation part one. Navi, where do you have this episode? We have five tiers. Sorry to set this up. We have five tiers from top to bottom. Queen of Mars, yummy, yummy, yummy. Okay, satellite fell to Earth and busted. Navi, where do you have Hawaiian Vacation Part One? I have it in okay. 
because that's what it was. It was okay. I like the um, Bill Lewis cameo, but mm-hmm. uh, it was fine. Yeah, I think the Phil Lewis cameo is what put it in okay and not Satellite Fell to Earth for me. It was it was fine. I liked the setting. The plot is nothing, and I'm not going to remember it ever. <laughs> I already forgot it. Uh, but it was it was fun. It was fine. Felipe, what do you have? Agreed. Okay. No further questions. As for part two, I thought this was a little better. I'm gonna call part two yummy, yummy, yummy for me. I liked I liked the the little uh uh bad luck vibes. I like or and and the twist that it was just a, a restaurant thing was really funny to me. The the shipwreck thing was pretty funny. I I liked this episode a lot more. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Navi, what about you? I second you? that. Yeah, I second that as well for the same reasons you did. So, Felipe, agreed. Cool. We're all on the same page. Sympathetic. Uh, and now to award our points for who won the episode, we have Doofenshmirtz currently in the lead, winning 19 points so far, but Candace close behind with 16, Ferb and Stacy with 10, and some other folks trailing behind. First episode, uh, Navi, I'll, I'll go to you first. Who, who's I'm... getting your... So for the first episode, uh, Mr. Mosby's getting my point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just so that I can say that I gave Mr. Mosby a point. That is also exactly what I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm also going to give a point to Mr. Mosby, who did not have a name in the show, but we are going to call him Mr. Mosby. Felipe, um, is it a sweep or are you going no, give to give some real it points? I'm giving it to Candace because she actually managed to relax for once. Uh, she had a momentary break in concentration, but otherwise she had a good day at the poolside. Um, mm-hmm. And it didn't seem like she got sunburned. So, you know what? Give Candace a point. She deserves I, it. I agree that Candace should get a point here. We talk a lot about how she always says she's going to do something and then always ends up changing her mind and going to bust her brothers. And most of the time it's like Stacy trying to get her out of this, this mindset. But this time, you know, she she did it on her own. She actually decided, hey, I'm going to not bust my brothers. And she stuck with that. She's like, hey, I need a vacation. It's exhausting. Um, second episode, Felipe, where's where's your point going there? I'm giving it to Perry. Um, Perry like showed up and uh showed off his like stranded island beach chic, like little hut that he made. Like he was living the good life. Mm-hmm. And Doofenshmirtz was jealous, and he uh, overthrew Doof's reign of the crabs. And I don't know, Perry. Perry was living in the lap of luxury for what he was able to do. And I, I feel like I haven't given Perry a ton of points lately. So let me give him one. Yeah, it's been a while since any of us have given Perry points. Nearly ten episodes. What was Candace's big day? Oh, was Candace's that the wedding? Big day one? was the wedding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Navi, where's your point in the second episode? Uh, I'll give it to Agent W. I, uh, I, yes. I thought I thought Felipe was going to give it to Agent W. Uh, with as I many, forgot about Agent with w as many points as he tries to give to Nosy. I I'm glad Agent W got a point here somewhere. Uh, I think I'm going to give mine to Doofenshmirtz. Uh, wow, he lost, but he had like the Sandinator was really funny. 
the fact that he had the forethought to like be able to use okay. the de-evolutionator while he was microscopic. Uh, I I liked his stuff. Okay, I don't know. This is the most egregious point to me since the old coot or that fireside girl that you gave a point to that no one remembers her name. Um, Melissa, I remember her. No, not Melissa. I gave her a point. Uh, the one that was like in the random episode that no one ever talks about. I don't know what her name is. See, exactly. Will doesn't even remember who she's talking about. Well, I I wasn't. Are you talking about Gretchen? Gretchen? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Probably her. Anyways, give Nosy more points. Well, Nosy's got to show up to get points. Uh, but so Doofenshmirtz and Candace have pulled further away from the rest of the pack. Uh, Perry is now in fourth place by himself with nine points. Uh, Mr. Mosby jumped and joined uh, lots of folks with two. And on the board is also Agent W. Uh, as we said before, next time is Season 2, Episode 35, Split Personality and Brain Drain. We're almost done with the season. It's getting close. It's getting close, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Season, season 2 has been so long. Yeah. And I think season three might be longer. It might be. We'll find out. But it's uh, Are we still going to be doing Survivor Mango Chutney versus Blood versus Water? Uh, yeah, we'll we'll figure out what what we're going to do in the off season. Okay. But but I another brand deal I think I think would be would be fun. Dale. Anyways, where can people keep up with the two of you and me? Uh, you can find me anywhere at Davis comma Will. Uh, been doing a couple tweets while the world is or while while twitter is still alive um trying to think of my pop culture plug for the week um let's see i don't know if i have a good one the new pokemon just came out but i haven't played it it's buggy it's super buggy that's what i've heard have I watched anything? I saw Mamma Mia for the first time this week. They were going to stop at Ma, and I was like, oh. oh with, uh, uh, what about a Christmas movie, a sequel for Ma, the Ma the Marrier? The Ma the Marrier. That could be a movie that exists. Big Mouth. I've been, I've been watching the new season of Big Mouth, and I don't know if I like Big Mouth, but I watch it. I watched the first three <laughs> seasons and a half when they went to summer camp that's when i called it quits when mm-hmm. andrew had the shit baby mm, oh yeah it's also, a weird show it's i like connie my friend got me i was about to show something on camera but i don't have my camera on um i have a connie pop figure that my friend got me for my birthday one year mm-hmm. um i think i'd enjoy human resources more but i don't know mm-hmm. i can't big mouth uh went off the rails for me yeah navi where can the people find you you can find me on social media at Cause I'm Navi. As for a pop culture plug, uh, I've been enjoying Chainsaw Man. It's been a fun time. So mm. check that out. How's Naruto? Naruto? Um, I honestly have not really been paying attention when I watch Naruto. So I couldn't tell you. They're still at war. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of me, you can listen to the Brazilian Dragon podcast on all major social media platforms 
while you're listening to this podcast, why don't you go ahead and go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave us a five-star review on the What You Doing feed and leave us a rating and a review. Also with the Brazilian Dragon Podcast and everyone and their brother as well. Helps people find the podcast. Tell your friends as well. Brazilian Dragon Podcast, I just recorded an episode with the lovely Autumn Matthews. We finished the first season of Total Drama Island. We have one more podcast planned for this season where we're going to do a season one retrospective and do season five of the Brazilian Dragon Games with the cast of Total Drama Island, as well as Chef and Chris. Um, Lots of complaining in the last episode, but Autumn is always a good time to talk to. In terms of like my pop culture plug, uh, you can go watch Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Is it a good movie? Objectively, no. Did it make me cry? Absolutely. Go watch it. The songs are kind of bangers. And uh, I really resonated with the kid Josh. So that is my pop culture plug. In addition to going and watching Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Also Zathura. Watch Zathura if you haven't. It's a banger of a film. It's better than Jumanji. Don't at me. Will, do you have a pop culture plug? Um, not really. Go well, continue to stream the loneliest time. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What's that?" For a second, it took me a second. Uh, um, next week, like we said, is uh split personality and brain drain. This has been what you doing. Until next time, corn dog, corn dog, yummy, yummy, yummy. Bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back what the to... hell, man? Or I thought you were going to take it. I, you didn't take it, so I jumped I in. I just heard the recording in progress, like okay, two seconds. Okay, 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 you can take it. There. I, 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 well, the, the problem, the deal was the last, like, few times we recorded this, it started in where, like, nobody wanted to do it because you thought Navi was going to do it, and Navi thought you were going to do it, and I was trying to prevent that. Oh, uh, okay. If you want to do it, you can do it. I really don't well, care. Well, we've already started. I don't know. Um, well, There's more provinces than just Ontario and Canada, Felipe. <laughs> yes, I could probably name them all if you wanted. Uh, but I don't think we have the time for that because Will just looked up. <laughs> uh, so, he, his eyes went up. He was like, oh, nope, we're not doing that. I was, I was looking at my phone. That's what happened. What you doing today? I know, you know what you're doing. Isabella Buford, Phineas and Ferb, Candace gonna bust you if you 